Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mr. New York, Mark Simone on WOR. Mm, uh, looks uh, a little gloomy out there. It's supposed to be rain all day. Although, you know, I. Uh... Do you remember last Friday it was supposed to really pour, and then it turned out by 5 o'clock to be a beautiful, sunny uh, evening? Right. So uh, I'm counting on that this time. It's I'll not going to work that way. Well, you know, I, I keep looking <laughs> at the most detailed uh, weather stuff, and it was like a 75% chance of rain around 5, 6, 7 yeah. o'clock. It's down to a 61% chance. Oh, all right. So it's like a stock. I'm waiting for it to come down enough. <laughs> so It's not going to slow you down. Well, yeah, it will. It will. It will. It uh, kills business on a Friday night. <laughs> Well, you can't go outdoor to outdoor. Well, I got something that's outdoors tonight, so I'm hoping it doesn't uh, doesn't rain. We got lots to talk about this hour. We're going to talk about uh, Russia. Then after that, we're going to be uh, discussing Russia, and then uh, we'll get to Russia, and then oh, and then we'll talk about Russia a little. This is CNN. <laughs> it's fascinating. It, you know, this will uh, all blow over at some point. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Everybody's going to jail. I'm sure they definitely have got Trump. He really did something wrong. We don't know what it is, but it's something. They're on it. But you see, the, the problem is the, the White House just can't move away from it. If there's nothing to it. Yeah, they're the should... ones that keep bringing this up. Why don't they let it go? It's, it's things. <laughs> CNN that... has been trying to drop this. They keep bringing it up. But it's things they do or omit. Yeah, or that's what it is. mislead that yeah. continues to give life to the story. It's not that they want to cover this on CNN. They're just. They, you know, you watch Anderson Cooper. He's like, every time I'm out, he pulls me back in. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's nothing the White House has done, nothing they could have done differently that would have changed anything here. Nothing. Well, they could have been a little more honest about these meetings. Oh, yeah, you're right. The cover-up is unbelievable. They have covered up here. Like, I've seen cover-ups. But this cover-up, is what did they cover up? <laughs> nothing happened in the meeting. Well, that nothing happened. I understand, they but up? they did take a meeting after being told that they were going to meet with representatives of the Russian government with dirt on Hillary Clinton. They took a meeting because they like this uh, Russian billionaire, and the guy's son is a pop singer, and Rob Gladstone, and they know he's the representative. He asked them to take the meeting. They took the meeting. As soon as she starts talking, everybody's going, hey, there's nothing here. Uh, Manafort leaves the room. Jared Kushner leaves the room. Donald Trump finally says to her, look, you got nothing here. <laughs> we got to go. So that nothing happened. But that doesn't. No, that doesn't stop me- it. The they me- still must the examine meeting this. Yeah, the meeting happened. The meeting happened. Nothing happened. Well, first of all, uh, nothing happened. Right. There was no collusion. Nothing happened. If there really was well, collusion, you would, you would drop it immediately. Well, you know what? What's going to be interesting? The transcript of the meeting is probably going to be um, subpoenaed. Transcript? Well, no we, 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 yeah, you're believing the story that nothing happened. There's no. Oh, yeah. Probably they plotted everything in that meeting. Well, we'll the transcript will be uh, obtained by Robert Mueller. We'll see. It's There's no transcript of the meeting. Why would they make a transcript of a meeting where nothing? Well, I'm happened? sure there were notes taken. <laughs> there were no notes taken. 
Listen, I, I I like Rob Gladstone. He's a nice guy. But when he shows up with somebody, you don't say, oh, this is going to be history made here. We must take notes. <laughs> Nobody took any notes. There's a couple of things that are interesting, just little sidelines. This woman, this broken down Russia lawyer who has no connection to the government, seems to have some connection to Loretta Lynch. A f- Nobody's going to look into this because – the only purpose here is to get Trump. Uh, digging up the real story is not important to anybody. But she seems to have ties to Loretta Lynch. She got in the, She had visa trouble getting into the country. Loretta Lynch personally interceded. You know how many times there's a, somebody trying to get a visa? I bet right now there's 10 zillion people who yeah. have visa problems. You ever hear the attorney general personally stepping in to help you? No, that, that would be rare. <laughs> rare. One in a million. So what do you think the connection is to Loretta Lynch? That's, so, that's worth looking into. I, yeah, I'm sure you're going to be right on that. All of you guys, you and Anderson Cooper and uh, <laughs> Rachel Maddow, I'm sure you spend the whole afternoon digging into that. Yeah, right. Think about that. Loretta Lynch personally interceded to help her with her visa. And then the next thing you know, this woman seems to be front and center in the most important Democratic activities. That guy's on the hearing and she's right next to him in the Senate. And so... I don't know. There's something there. And here's another interesting little tidbit. The woman works for one of the Hillary Clinton's companies, uh, Fusion, uh, GS Fusion. They do opposition research for Hillary. And that's who she was working for. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Probably. Well, she wasn't working for Hillary Clinton. She was working for a firm that does business with Clinton, right? (laughs) No, they don't do business. They do opposition research for Hillary Clinton. So that's good. That's prob- she what do you think the had- odds of that are, that she works for Hillary Clinton's company? That's that's another stretch. Well, what do you think the odds of that are? <laughs> but, but it doesn't discount the fact that the meeting was held. Yeah, but what do you think the odds are that this woman has ties to Hillary Clinton? Isn't that a little odd? It that's is a little odd, yes. Yeah, anyway, but we can't look into that. We don't have time for that. We must get Trump. We must get him, and he's done something really wrong. We just don't know what it is. We're going to keep on. The- <laughs> well, what about but, this new thing about this Russian or the Soviet counter former counterintelligence officer in the meeting? Yeah, the NBC is claiming that. Well, there was probably another guy. She didn't come alone. In yeah. fact, if you look at the email, uh, Rob Gladstone makes it clear it's not just one woman. Well, it's going to be a couple an interpreter of and her friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this guy's the interpreter. Now NBC's claiming he's a Soviet counterintelligence agent. <laughs> Remember the last time they claimed that with the ambassador Kizniak? They claimed this guy was a super spy for the Russians. Seemed every time he met somebody, he was in a hotel lobby, it was in a restaurant. He didn't seem like such a great spy uh, to me. But they're on top of this. They're going to get to the bottom of this. Now, let's say there was collusion. Nothing would happen. Now, we have a rock-solid collusion case with Hillary Clinton. Uh, She worked with the Ukrainian government to get dirt on Donald Trump. Uh, when they offered it, she sent a representative over to the Ukraine to pick up the information. This is all rock solid, documented, mm-hmm. yeah. came out yeah. in the WikiLeaks emails. What's being done about it? Nothing. CNN goes, eh, not even worth talking about. Brian Williams and Andrea Mitchell, uh, Trump tweeted about it. They actually said to each other on the air, can you decipher this tweet? What is he talking about? These two great news people didn't even know about it. Pretty interesting. Well, we'll have to look into that one, too. Well, I'm sure you're going to be right on that. Right after you uh, track down that other story, you're yeah, going to get, get right on, on that. You get and on Rachel Maddow will be hunting right this away. one down. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. But once this is over, this will blow over. Nothing will ever come of any of this. 
uh, I think historians will look back on this as the most fascinating investigation ever into absolutely nothing. They'll be talking about this for a million years, the Russiagate that never happened. But don't investigators usually have to find something? If you don't investigate, they say, ah, nothing there. Well, the what chances happens, of that happening, I think, are pretty slim. Yeah, there'll still be nothing on Russia, but you could say, uh, well, look at Whitewater, which was a sleazy deal. The governor, it's a very peculiar deal. Bill Clinton was governor of Arkansas. He gets involved with the shadiest real estate developer, and they're going to open vacation homes and sell them to people. Can you imagine uh, Governor Cuomo getting involved in a deal to sell you vacation homes? Yeah, actually, I can. <laughs> but this was a sleazy land deal. And what they would do, get you to sign up for the vacation home, and then they would never build them, and then they would chase you for the payments. They had a really rough lawyer come after you if you missed a payment and take your home. You know who that lawyer was? Hillary Clinton. Yep. <laughs> so that's what started the Whitewater investigation. But uh, it drifted into uh, Monica Lewinsky and all that. One of the main reasons was Bill Clinton tried to interfere with a civil lawsuit and tamper with witnesses in, in uh, her case. Paula Jones. Anyway, that's that's the, that's what you're saying. When once you got a prosecutor, he'll drift into other you matters. Have to, you have to come out with something. But that would mean there's still no Russia anything. So well, it could be worse. I just hate to see you people get hurt again when you find nothing. I just hate to see you let down again when there's no big Russia scandal. Now there may be a big scandal. There are a lot of Trump people pushing him right now to stop uh, all of this by just go and start prosecuting people. Prosecute Hillary for the Ukrainian collusion, and you'd have her cold. I mean, the the emails are there. Uh, Also start prosecuting the Clinton Foundation, because it's pretty obvious pay for play. And Susan Rice has to testify next week. There was surveillance at Trump Tower uh, on Trump and Associates. It was leaked. Their names were unmasked. It's most likely Susan Rice was the unmasker. That's criminal. And she's going to have to testify under oath next week. She may. Uh, I'm, she's pretty smart. I'm sure she'll. That would be a good strategy. Yeah, I'm sure. That's how you blunt this. Well, there are some people pushing for that right now. Uh, indict uh, the Clinton Foundation. Prosecute the people that uh, colluded with the Ukraine on behalf of Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And it was done on Ukrainian soil. And you got the emails. You could start prosecuting Monday uh, on this. So the, I don't know if they'll do that. There's people pushing for that. Uh, health care, uh, everybody forgot about it. No, nobody, we can't, sorry, we'd like to help you with health care, but we're busy investigating a meeting about nothing. Uh, I don't know. They got a new health care bill. It doesn't look great. No, no. It looks a little better. There's uh, a lot more money put into it to bring down premium costs. The, it's better with the Medicaid. But, it, you know, you really got to blame this Paul Ryan and uh, company. These guys had years to get ready for this. Why weren't they ready with the greatest health care plan in the world? They knew this moment would come. Sure. They, they, they're not prepared. They don't know. And these guys don't know anything about health care. If you were waiting to see some big specialist and you waited and waited and they took you in a little room and you waited and then the guy that looked like uh, Mitch McConnell walked in, wouldn't you leave? Does he look like he knows what he's doing? If he were my doctor, <laughs> I wouldn't go, yeah. You know, they tell you, oh, behind the scenes, he's the master maneuverer. Look at this guy. Does he look like a master maneuverer? He's bumping into walls. He doesn't know where he is half the time. And this Paul Ryan, doesn't he look like one of these consultants, these hotshot consultants that come in and start spewing out all these things? And you look at him, you can tell nothing this guy says is ever going to work. He's like a fake policy wonk who doesn't actually know anything. 
And he hasn't gotten much done yet. Got nothing done. Nothing done. You can't trust him. He's the Republican's Chuck Schumer. You can't trust him for a second. <laughs> Real swamp creature. It's pretty painfully obvious now. This guy knows absolutely nothing about health care. Hasn't given it one second of thought. Hasn't got a clue as to how to fix anything. That's terrible. And I, you know, I don't blame Trump so much because I think he was depending on these guys. I think he got fooled like everybody else. Thinking uh, this uh, Ryan is a policy genius. He's got the health care figured out. Pretty obvious he's got nothing figured out now. Uh, hey, they, uh, this deal for uh, Staten Island, they were going to build the biggest Ferris wheel in the world yep. and uh, it was going to be a, like a big amusement park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would they do that? Well, get people to go to Staten Island. Well, why would they want anybody to go to Staten Island? They're already, uh, you know, it was a nice, quiet place and now they're already complaining that traffic has gotten worse through the years. Well, it's not going to be right there on the waterfront. It's not like you have to traipse through the borough. You'll be, be able to take the ferry over, go right to the Ferris wheel? I know, but they're not all going to take the ferry. They're going to start driving. The bridge is crazy enough. The traffic's crazy enough. Well, I think most people would take the ferry. I don't know. Do you think so? Yeah. It's free. I don't know. Most people have never been to Staten Island. You know, if you don't live there, well, most people have never. That's, then that's the beauty of Staten Island. Yeah. yeah you're away from everybody else. Um, hey, this guy that bought the uh, lunar dust, you know about this? Yeah. Uh, when uh, Neil Armstrong was on the moon, he collected a lot of stuff. And there's one bag of lunar dust, and they put it up for auction. Two million dollars. You know, normally, if you spend money like that, or you're one of these collectors, you go to somebody's house and go, this is Babe Ruth's bat. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you're walking in, this is Arnold Palmer's golf club. Or that guy that bought JFK's bag of golf clubs. That's really impressive. But if a guy showed you a bag of dirt and said, this is lunar dust, would you be impressed? You think to yourself, There's not much of it around. A lot of people have golf clubs and bats. I know, but uh, Babe Ruth's bat. I'd love to hold it and feel it. Wow, it's heavier. Wouldn't you like to touch the dust of the moon? Not really. No. In fact, you'd look at this guy like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Two million bucks. You know what you could have bought for that? You bought this lunar dust, (laughs) and uh, it's just a big uh, plastic hefty bag with some dust in it, and it says on it, uh, "Lunar sample return." It doesn't look very impressive. I'll give you that. No. Look at the picture. It's in the paper today. If you go to the supermarket, you can get exactly the same Ziploc bag, <laughs> fill it with some dust. Don't get regular dirt. Get, uh, you know, like a grayish kind of dust. And then put. you'll see the label. Make your own label. <laughs> Lunar sample return. Put it on your shelf. Tell everybody this is it. You're the one that bought the $2 million bag of dust. You're all set. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I go to somebody's house and they got pictures of them with the president. Yeah, right. But sometimes they go, they got a picture. Who is this? Your uh, who's that? That's the president of uh, of uh, Bolivia. That's the president of uh, Argentina. Uh, that's the prime minister of so and so. Well, how do I know? Yeah. You could have just put pictures of it. In fact, I'm going to do that and just say that's what they are. <laughs> if they need an explanation, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, we'll take some calls in a minute. Eight hundred three two one. 0710 is the number. Uh, remind me to get to the Planet of the Apes movies. Why are they so successful? I don't get this. We've got a thing for animals, I guess. I don't know what it is. And we'll get to, uh, we, uh, we'll, we'll get back to Russia. We'll get to Donald Trump. And uh, we'll get to Mayor de Blasio. Also, Connecticut, you need a governor. We've got to find somebody. And we'll take some calls. Uh, 800-321-0710 is the number. Uh, check out the webpage. Uh, most people are not going to ever be on Air Force One, but if you want to see what it looks like, this is a really good tour. Where do you see the hangar and where they keep it? It's pretty impressive. And then 
Uh, you'll actually see what's on this plane. You'll get to see the president's office, bedroom, conference room. It's pretty amazing. And then uh, watch what happened 10 years ago when they had a brand new thing come out. It's called, it was called the iPhone. It was Apple making a phone. No, can you imagine? There was a period where nobody knew about an iPhone. And ten, it's only 10 years? It's only 10 years. Wow. I can't even imagine not having an iPhone. Yeah. But back then it was a, like a palm trio with all 10 million buttons on the front of it. But watch this news report. They're there. The first day is they're about to release the iPhone. It's interesting to hear people talk about it. Oh, and then watch, uh, we love Sebastian Gorka. He's, he should be the press spokesman. Watch him on CNN as he battles a CNN anchor and tells him off. It's really great. And then, uh, it, oh, it's all on the webpage. Just go to 710WOR.com. Then go over to the Mark Simone page. Or you could just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Hey, let's take some calls. 800-321-0710 is the number. Let's go to Joel in uh, Virginia. Hey, Joel. Yeah, hi. Good morning, Mark. I just have a rather simplistic question. I think I may be. From what I know, the Trump family have been in business for a long time. None of them have ever been politicians. And as a result of that, my question to you is this. Knowing that none of these people have ever been professional politicians, have both the Clinton campaign for at least the last two years or more, and the DNC in basically playing and continuing to play with the Trumps because they know that they're political neophytes. Yeah, well, it could be. You know, there's some suspicion that that's what happened here. This uh, Russian lawyer had nothing to do with the Russian government, but she did work for a Clinton organization. She worked for the uh, GS Fusion, which was doing opposition research for Hillary Clinton. So... And some people would think that's why she was sent up there to Donald Trump. They wanted to get this meeting on the record and then use it later. That's why anything's possible. Let's go to Dr. Bob in Long Island. Hey, Dr. Yeah. Bob. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Mark. Uh, Mark, I was wondering if you're familiar with uh, the book that Cheryl Atkinson uh, came out with. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Smear with a long subtitle where she ties together um, the um, left-wing media with with, uh, Soros and other left-wing organizations that funnel money in together and... Uh, and the well, that's not exactly a secret. I mean, that's pretty well known. It's on well, the record. But, she, but she's documented this guy Brooks. Um, uh, she's very good, by the way. Cheryl Atkinson, longtime CBS reporter. She left. Uh, actually, didn't they fire her because she wasn't right. uh, wasn't and liberal enough? So the CBS had to get rid of her. Or something. She's with another organization now. But yeah, she's also got a, a website. Cheryl Atkinson, great reporter, and writes a, a column. You should go read her, follow her all the time. She she uncurls the swamp. She's talking about what's happening with the swamp and uh, how it's they're trying to bump off people such as yourself, Mark. So be careful. Nah, they're not trying to bump off anybody. They uh, just Seth Rich, <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. I can't. Russia, Russia, Russia. Did you hear Newt Gingrich last night? I think we're going through a period of fevered insanity. Um, you have you have a meeting. First of all, somebody suggested the Russians have a technique of setting you up so that they co-opt you. 
Well, if that was true in this meeting, and I've written three novels of, about about terrorism and international spies. If if they were setting him up, where were the goodies? Yeah, they would have given him some bait. Anybody setting him up, Russia-wise, would have dangled something, got a second meeting, a third meeting. That's how that works. So this is clearly nothing to do with Russia. And the woman didn't work for the Russian government. She had nothing to do with them. But she did work for the Clintons. So, anything's possible. Let's go to, uh, I'm trying to look for a non-Russia caller here. Let's go to Bob in New Jersey. Hey, Bob. Hi. How are you? Good. Here's my question. The Democratic Party's in free fall. Now the Republicans are sliding down the slope. Do you think it all began when they investigated Benghazi for 40 or 50 times? I don't know. These Republicans are the worst. They're all bad. These Republicans, Democrats, they're the worst people in Congress. You know, I, I just said before, you got to blame these Republicans. They had years to get ready for a health care replacement. They didn't bother to put one together. They could have got a panel, a team of experts, figure out every problem with Obamacare, figure out the solutions, get the report to us. They never did that. And at the same time, you blame Obama. This guy, this was his baby, this Obamacare. Uh, once it started operating, and you could see it was having terrible problems. Premiums were going through the roof. Deductible was sky high. You'd think he would have been fixing it. You'd think he would have said year two, let's put together some group and fix this. We can't have this. is my 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 dream to have this Obamacare. It's failing. We've got to fix it. Where was he for six years? He could have had that thing perfected by now. Why? Uh, obviously, it can't be fixed. No, of course it can. But obviously, you can't depend on congressmen and women. No, Republicans no. or Democrats, they're the worst. They're there to collect money from lobbyists. That's all they do. The health care, they haven't got time for this. <laughs> it's like the John Kerry approach when he does a, a, an agreement or a treaty. Write up something. We'll sign it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 700 pages. That's okay. Just write, write whatever you want. Well, we want to sign this fast. Uh, Connecticut, you need a governor. Uh, you've had the worst governor ever in America, Daniel Malloy. Nice guy, but an absolute disaster. Bankrupted the state, chased all the companies out. GE had to leave. Aetna, been there hundred something years. They got to leave Connecticut. It's a it's a total shambles, Connecticut. You need a new governor. The mayor of Middletown is running. I don't know what that means. Hey, Malloy was the mayor of Stanford. Uh, you get all whatever mayors didn't go to jail in Connecticut. Uh, are running. You got to find a real candidate. A lot of people want Larry Kudlow. He's also a Connecticut resident. You think he'd want it? I don't know if he. We, we got to push him. We're going to push him, push him, push him. Right. You got to fix the economy of Connecticut. People used to move there for the great economy. They used to move there for the low taxes. Now it's as bad as New York. It's horrible. It, it's got to be fixed. Uh, and if you ran, this, this would be the perfect place to take over as governor. It's in such bad shape. No matter what you do, it'll get better. You'll look like a genius. So somebody think about it. Oh, we also need a mayoral candidate for New York. Maybe we'll get one guy that could do both. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get either. Uh, well, we'll get a Connecticut uh, governor, but you got, we got to have a, we got to find a, a mayoral candidate here. Hey, when we come back, Joe Concha will be with us. He was great on uh, Hannity last night. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, we'll get to Russia, but uh, there's some interesting things that should be brought up about about this, and we'll get to Trump and uh, the Democrats and all that, the Republicans. Let's get to the latest news first on 710 WOR. Here's Joe. Well, we'll uh, look for uh, Joe Concha. We're tracking him down, but we'll take some calls too. 800-321-0710 is the number. 800-321-0710. 
Hey, Chris Christie has problems. That meme is not going away. There's more and more of them. Those Chris Christie uh, photoshopped into other pictures, they're not dying out. Oh, we got Joe Concha. He's the great reporter, uh, columnist for The Hill, and you should follow him on Twitter, Joe Concha at Twitter, read his columns. Joe Concha, how you doing? Great introduction, Mark. It appears you got that wine I sent over. Yes. Hey, uh, you're, you live in New Jersey, right? I'm a Jersey guy, Wyckoff, North, that's right. You're a governor. There's more and more of those memes <laughs> popping up every day. He's going to have to live with this for years to come. I know, and his approval rating is so hot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> 15%. I like Chris Christie. This is a shame. But I think once he hitched his wagon to Trump, a lot of New Jersey voters obviously were a liberal state and then just kind of piled on him. And every governor that leaves this state, Mark, I can tell you, leaves with a very low approval rating. Think you, John Corzine <laughs> for a moment, right? Yeah, what is it? You've had a lot of good governors like Tim Kaine and uh, Christine Todd Whitman, but nobody can fix that state. It's just unmanageable. It's broken. Yeah, there's just too many unions and too many hands in the pockets and just it's it's Jersey, baby. I mean, Tony Soprano, it's a shame to handle He couldn't have lived a little longer. I think he could have fixed the problem. Yeah. Hey, uh, Donald Trump Jr. is uh, years from now, they're going to look back on this as the most fascinating piece of political history, massive investigation into nothing. I mean, I keep looking at this objectively, Mark, and I still don't see what the crime is. That's all I want. I want to take all the noise out of it. What crime was committed? Because collusion, according to guys like Jonathan Turley and Jeffrey Tubin and, and uh, Dershowitz, three people that are on completely different sides of the political spectrum, say that collusion is not a crime. I'm not even saying collusion happened here because it appears that no information was actually exchanged. Yeah. So somebody offers up. I think Trump is exactly right on this. Anybody in politics would have taken that meeting. We just happen to know about this one because someone got their hands on Donald Trump Jr.'s emails. But we saw it with the DNC and the Ukraine uh, government. We saw it, obviously, with that dossier by a former MI6 agent at a Britain that was hired by a Democratic-connected firm in Fusion. So what are we talking about here? This happens all the time, and all the moral outrage is just selective because of who the target is. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's a good point. I, if you made that call or that uh, approach to any campaign, do you honestly think there's any campaign where they would say, oh, this is terrible, call the FBI immediately? It would never happen. Right. And remember, Donald Trump Jr. is a business guy, right, just like his father. And when you're offered opposition research to a competitor, whether it be a competing company or whether that be Hillary Clinton, I don't know. I mean – I, I always ask myself, would I take that meeting? And probably I would, because I would say, okay, good, I could get some dirt. And it wasn't like the Russian government, like Putin himself called. You ever see this guy, Ron Gladstone? Oh, I know him. He's a, I, I know the guy. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's like, he looks like, just to go with another Soprano theme, it's like Bobby Bacala had just called and said, I got something on Hillary. You want to meet with this, this Russian lawyer? Sure. So, Bobby Bacala. Bobby Bacala looks like George Clooney compared to this guy. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. But, but but the point is that it's just, you're right. I, I really think it's overblown. I get the investigation should continue. But this particular point, I just don't see has any legs here. Even if they say, well, this person was in the meeting, that person. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? What information was exchanged? And then show me any other meeting that happened before the election where where actually there was so-called collusion in this. I, I just don't see it, and I don't think the American people care nearly as much as cable news people, particularly on CNN and MSNBC, care. Hey, Joe Concha, let me ask you this. This woman, who is a lawyer, Russian, she's from Russia, but she has no connection to the Russian government, seems to have some kind of serious tie 
to Loretta Lynch, the Attorney General. The Attorney General Loretta Lynch personally interceded on her behalf with her visa. What is that all about? And the reason you know about that, Mark, is because of a great report in The Hill uh, by John Solomon and Jonathan Easley. Uh, they, they dug this up. And, yeah, Loretta Lynch, boy, her hands aren't very clean, are they? I mean, whether she's on tarmac with Bill Clinton, not talking about golf and grandkids, but obviously talking about an investigation that was going into Bill Clinton's wife. And now with this particular situation where a woman from Russia gets in without a visa is allowed to stay after the fact when she's supposed to go home, this whole thing just stinks. And I think the American people see this for what it is. It's either a setup or it's just clumsiness by Donald Trump Jr. But either way, this is not spy novel stuff, and it's certainly not going to lead to anything in terms of this investigation into Russia and Donald Trump and so-called collusion. But there's two things, and nobody in uh, CNN or MSNBC ever mentions this. The woman has some kind of title, Loretta Lynch. Loretta Lynch personally interceded on her behalf on her visa, and the woman worked for a company that was doing opposition research for Hillary Clinton. What are the odds of these two things? <laughs> if we could play the lottery right now, I think it's about the same, and I'm not talking about the uh, the pick three, but the pick six. It's, it is what it is. It looks exactly like it looks like. And I, I just hope the hyperventilating eventually stops because, I mean, look, look at these studies, Mark, that I've been looking at lately in terms of media coverage where it shows from Harvard, not exactly a right-wing center of, uh, of think of thought process. Harvard University showed that CNN and NBC News cover the Trump administration at a 93% negative clip. That means seven out of 100 stories are non-negative. <laughs> 93 out of 100 are negative. That is impossible to do unless you have this thing called an agenda to take down an administration. They'd rather fight them than cover them. And people like you and me see through it, and a lot of other Americans, I think, do as well. Hey, uh, speaking of that, did you see the Emmy nominations? When they get to nominating the hosts, it was Samantha B. Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Uh, wow, Bill, Bill Maher. <laughs> I mean, the pattern was a little obvious there. On all uh, yeah, that's that's always been. And Stephen Colbert actually hosts the Emmys this year. And I can guarantee you when it's done, you're going to see uh, some sort of story, maybe written by me, saying, wow, the Emmys had their lowest ratings in 10 years. Because yeah. half the country, when they see Colbert, they say, I'm not watching that. I'm not going to be lectured to, preached to, watch my president get insulted for three hours. And uh, that's 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 the way that's going to go. So the Emmys was a great thing once. I could care less now, quite frankly. Yeah, but hey, there's a group that hates Donald Trump. And even if it's only, let's say, 40 percent of the country, if you're Colbert, if you're CNN, if you play hard to that group, you can get your biggest ratings ever. So can you blame them? Mm, Does CNN really have their biggest ratings ever? Yeah. I I look at. Uh, uh, no, they've been dropping like a stone in, in recent weeks, quite frankly, uh, Mark. Well, no, they're, they're, they're low numbers, but you forget, a couple of years ago, they were even lower than this. Oh, yeah. Well, I think all uh, uh, rising Trump raises all boats, right? Yeah. And everybody's up. Fox is way up, and MSNBC is really, really way up. But CNN uh, is not part of that tide, really. Now they're 13th overall in cable. You know what that means, Mark? They're behind Nick at Night. You know what Nick at Night shows in their primetime lineup? Yogi Bear... Full House, which was a show that was on 30 years ago, and the Olsen twins are actually in their 30s now, if you want to feel <laughs> old. And repeats of Nashville, the lovely Connie Britton. So are they doing well? I well, guess. Yeah, I because they're not. Well, but everybody's forgetting they used to be 27th. Now they're at least they're 13th. <laughs>
Well, yeah, I guess that's the good news, right? But I just think everybody's so interested in politics right now because every day it's so unpredictable with this administration. There's so much palace intrigue, and it's just like a novel almost. And the problem is if you're a true journalist, you hate the fact that the good things aren't being covered, or not the good, but at least the things that matter to the American people aren't being covered, like the economy, like terrorism, like all these things that were voted on in 2016, ignored so we could hear about, like they used to say in the Brady Bunch, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Russia. <laughs> you know, it's funny. On uh, Monday, they announced a uh, Sunday, actually, the liberation of Mosul. And uh, every newsroom, CNN, MSNBC, we don't have time to cover this. No, we can't cover it. Oh, no, no. no that, that, that would be unacceptable. I mean, that's only Iraq's second largest city. That was taken over by a terrorist caliphate. So why do we want to cover that when Don Jr. had a meeting in his office in Trump Tower 15 months ago? With yeah. somebody who gave him no information, that's far more important to the American people. <laughs> you know, uh, I know Donald Jr. He's a very smart guy. And I think the most impressive thing has been lost here. When asked about it, he said, oh, it was just about uh, Russian orphans and a law that affected that. The fact that he could remember that 15 months later, that's pretty damn good. I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. I really can't. I think it was chicken. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, I do interviews. I I do a ton every week. And people are like, oh, yeah, I I heard you on here. I saw you on Fox talking about this. And I go, yeah, what was I talking about, by the way? I totally. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I get that there's a human element to this. Right. And people like the Trumps take meeting after meeting and and most of them you walk out and it was just a nothing burger and people just wanted to sell you something so i'm sure that was the case here i'm not giving him a free pass completely because he probably should have been more transparent up front when the story first came out but overall Uh, what are we talking about here mark talking about nothing burger yeah and this guy rob gladstone by the way might look a little silly but he's a pr guy with a lot of contacts they'd worked with him before you're a longtime reporter. If a good PR person you work with called you and said, hey, talk to this person. I got some good stuff. You'd talk to them, wouldn't you? All journalists do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, right? And if it comes from sketchy sources and everything else, hey, if there's a story behind it and that can help me, then, yeah, I'm going to listen, even if it is Bacala that's calling. I just love saying Bacala. <laughs> Jamie got killed in that train store at the end, you know? Yeah, I know. I love He was a great character. Um well, Joe Concha, everybody should follow him on uh, Twitter. He's great on Twitter. And, of course, read him. You go to thehill.com and uh, sign up at The Hill. You get all those uh, news flashes all throughout the day and nights. Uh, and great work, Joe Concha. And, of course, we'll see you on Fox TV. And thanks for Absolutely. being with us. Absolutely. Thanks for being Mark, with us. Mark, enjoy your weekend, man. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Uh, and everybody check out our webpage. We've got a lot of good stuff up there. Uh, this guy, Sebastian Gorka. Yeah, I love this guy. He is the. He should be the White House press secretary, watch him on CNN tell off and beat to a pulp the CNN anchor. He is great. We got the video up on the web page. Also, if you've never seen Air Force One inside, I mean, you see the pictures, but you probably, uh, most people are not going to get a chance to walk around inside Air Force One. Watch this video. It's fascinating. Take a real tour of Air Force One, and you'll see what uh, everything looks like inside. You'll just get the feel of walking up and down the... uh, the aisles and see in the rooms, and you'll see where they keep Air Force One. It's a great video. We got that up on the web page. Also, it was 10 years ago that the iPhone came out. This is hard to imagine. Can you even remember a time where there was no iPhone? I can't even imagine this. What did you do if you wanted to see your email? I mean, you had like the Palm Trio, which had a, a screen that was like, uh, remember, it was like etch a sketch quality. 
It was just awful. But uh, watch this video. It'll show you what happened when the first iPhone came out. And it, it takes you back to that day when the, the first people got their iPhones. Interesting stuff. It's all up on the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com. Then go over to the Mark Simone page. Or you can just go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Mark. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.